Welcome to EMG Transformations with Dan Stoll. Each episode will empower you to ignite your inner fire and provide methods to maximize your mental and physical performance. You never know how one valuable insight can make such a big impact. Please leave a five-star review if this episode leaves a positive impact on you. And don't be shy to screenshot and share episodes on social media that you find helpful so we can spread the message and make the world a better place. You never know who may need to hear and the impact it has on them too. We're only scratching the surface. There's so much more to learn. Subscribe and stick around to manage stress, improve your health, and create lasting lifestyle changes. Buckle up and get ready to spark your transformation with Nova Fusion. Welcome to EMG Transformations. Today we have a special treat with my buddy, Tommy Ooze. Tommy is a world-class global thought leader, keynote speaker, and entrepreneur. He ignited a revolution to help people just like you become financially wealthy to live a life of fulfillment and abundance rather than scarcity and limitations. In the process, he has spoken on countless stages and impacted thousands of lives on his way to empowering the planet to think and play bigger. His mindset and confidence are second to none, and I'm extremely grateful to share this conversation with you guys. Thank you for joining us today, Tommy. Appreciate you, Dan, for having me. Excited to to be here, and um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this. Yeah, me too, man. Practicing my edification skills on here. So it's always uh, sharpening those skills. And that's something that you taught me. So I appreciate that. Glad to hear, man. Yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it, bro. (laughs) Yeah. So, man, I'd love to start by like you telling us a little bit about your backstory and how you went from that being broke, busted and disgusted to shining and being the star that you are today. Appreciate it. Yeah, 100%. Um, for those of you who don't know me, like you said, my name is Tommy Hughes. I'm 24 years old or years young currently out of uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I've been an entrepreneur for the past four years and uh, now a business owner, an investor, a keynote speaker, like uh, Dan was saying, and um, really uh, a mindset coach. I love helping people and, and I get to lead and mentor, you know, hundreds and impacted thousands of people all over the world. It's crazy. I'm literally going to Zagreb, Croatia in, in a week. And I get to speak in front of like, I think it's between five to 10,000 people. It's going to be nuts. So, but it didn't start that way, right? Like it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't start this way. It didn't start being a mindset coach. Didn't start, you know, mentoring people. Didn't start learning how to invest. Like I didn't start as an entrepreneur. I, and like you said, you know, how did I start as the broke bus disgusted 24? Uh, well, younger than that. I mean, I think it's just like, being focused on the wrong things. I think easily growing up, um, it's easy to get caught in this cycle of being a product of your environment. And I think for the listeners to understand is like, you really are a product of your environment and who you hang out is who you become. And I remember hanging out with people that just go out all the time, you know, wasted Wednesday, thirsty Thursday, and, uh, you know, just partying a lot, you know, living for the weekend. Like I, I feel like most people will go to, 
work all week. They're like, can't wait for Friday. Can't wait for Saturday. And then they dread Mondays. I feel like now as an entrepreneur, I don't know if you feel this way, but every day is the same day for me. And it's not the same, like, like Saturday is like same day as Monday for me. Like it's, it's all the same. Right. So, but my upbringing kind of starts, man. I just grew up out here in um, Ontario, Canada, moved around a couple different cities. And um, I always had that like high level work ethic, that burning desire to be successful. I was an athlete in, in, in high school and growing up, played hockey, soccer my whole life. And just always had that like grind and grit mentality. And, you know, it was always like, you know, figuring out my motto since I was uh, young was never give up. And, and that's definitely played a, a part in my success today. And, you know, it's going to continue to play a part for the rest of my life. But, you know, I remember just, you know, being 20 years old, I went to, uh, went to college university, studied business, graduated. And I remember just like graduating and I was like, all right, now it's time to get started in life. And I was that broke 20 year old kid, you know, just focused on everything, but you know, wealth and, and, and that type of creation. And, and it's, and it's not even that it was completely my fault. It wasn't in the sense of the environments I put me, myself in, but I think at the end of the day is you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know that you could be a successful entrepreneur. I didn't know how to start a business. I didn't know how to be a, a public speaker. I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't understand how the mind worked. Like, you know, I didn't understand everything I understood today. And you know, I think that access to information can truly change your situation, no matter the kind of information. And it's, it's, it's done that time and time again, for me, every time I learn something new, I find a way to apply. And that's how my life has changed over the years. You know, I went from a broke bus to discuss a 20 year old kid to, you know, seeking mentorship, finding entrepreneurship, getting started in entrepreneurship, learning how to, you know, invest, you know, make money from my phone. And that kind of led to other pathways like, you know, going to Tony Robbins and, and and stumbling upon my mentor, Bob Proctor and and Alex Morton and, and other mentors as well. And, and I believe success leaves clues, man. If you just follow people to have what you want, if you do what they do, you'll simply get what they get. And I don't think most people realize that is like, you know, people say, don't be a copycat. I disagree. I think you just got to make sure you're copying the right cat. Yeah, there's a great quote that um, good artists copy, great artists steal. Like, I always think about that. And it's like, you have to model and study the best if you want to get to that level. Like, why study and replicate average when you could be great? And, you know, that's what you're talking about right there. I'm curious, though, like, where did that shift in your confidence and charisma occur? Because that's a noticeable trait of yours that really stands out. And there's a saying that you don't have to go through that breakdown to have the breakthrough. And I'm wondering, like, did you have a breakdown moment where everything shifted for you? Or was it just like, enough is enough? Like, I want to get to this next level. Such a good question. You're, you're making me think I love it. I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think I had a little bit of both. I think like, you get to a point in life, well, most people do, at least I did, where you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I don't mean like physically sick. I mean, maybe it is if you're partying all the time and hungover, but I mean, like you're just sick of your situation. You're sick of looking at the bank account, seeing that number. You're sick of um, having the results you do. Like most people open up their banking app and then they just get depressed, right? They get hurt and they get sad. And it's like, I've been there. Like I know what that feels like. And I think you just got to look at that and get pissed off for greatness. Like you need to <laughs> look at that shit and just get so mad, but it makes you work i think one p i think when i notice myself like like i swear i'm like one percent of people compared to people that do this is like all the negative shit that happens in their life i take all of that man and i just ingest it and i fucking spit it out like gasoline on the fire 
and I'm the fire. Like I use all the negative things, all the things that, and some people are going, why me, why me, why me? So I go try me or what is this trying to teach me? I use that as fuel on my fire to, to keep going. So I think the confidence, I mean, I've always been a confident guy growing up, you know, always been like leadership roles, you know, and I, I now it's funny. Now I throw events of personal development events, conferences uh, within my, you know, brand and revolution of free generations organization. And you know, I'm speaking all over the world, but it's like, before that I was throwing massive parties, you know, <laughs> with 400 people. Now I'm throwing events with 400 people with like, personal development and, and financial literacy and, you know, education. So I think it just kind of that transition was like, yo, I, I was DJing growing up too. And I still DJ for fun on the side, but it's like, I would have rather inspire people and help people win and make money than like, you know, put 400 people in a room to get drunk. And I think like, I've always had that confidence and that burning desire and will, but I think that big transition point to answer your question was just, just being sick and tired of my situation, man. Like, you know, I, I had to cut out distractions. I think most people have so many distractions and they don't even realize it. Like, I'm, is it cool if I'm real on this podcast? I don't yeah, know. Keep it real all day. I think a lot of people, man, they are too soft. I think a lot of people don't know what's actually distracting them. Like they're scrolling on TikTok for two hours and they go, oh, where'd my day go? Like you're playing video games. Like I played video games growing up for years, man. I wasted, I wasted freaking months of my life playing video games, but I didn't know better. Right. So if you're, if you're doing these things and you're listening to this, like make the change in order to see the change, right? Like what do you need to cut out to get to your goals and dreams? Maybe you got to start waking up at 5am. Maybe you got to start going to the gym. Maybe you need to learn a high income skill set. Like what are the distractions? Like I know people that put their relationship and their girlfriend or boyfriend before their goals and dreams, unpopular opinion. Maybe it's, it's mine though. Like, I think if you don't, if you're not at your goals and dreams yet, and you're still building, which we all are, right? There's there's no there's no perfection. There's only progress, right? But if you're not where you want to be, you just got to keep going, man. Like you can't slow down. You can't take the foot off the pedal. And people get distracted, but like with Netflix, like you're watching binge watching TV shows. You could be learning a high income skill set. Okay, uh, you're going. You're literally going out freaking four times a week, and you wonder why you're broke. And it's like you play video games all day or you're just wasting time. You know, it's like, I see so many people escaping reality, always trying to find something to do instead of putting their head down and working. And I think that comes from a, if we're going to go deep on that, I think it comes from like a, a self image problem and you got to rewire yourself. Like I had to recreate Tommy Ooze. Like who is Tommy Ooze? I said this to one of my mentees when I was driving home earlier today, we were together and I go, life is like a video game and you're the main character. And you get to design that. Like if you want to add some freaking Mario mushrooms and level up, if you want to, you know, go to that next level of, of who is Dan, who is Tommy or who is you as the listener, right? Then you need to ask yourself, what do I need to give up in order to go up? What is holding me back from going to that next level? How do I better my skills in this specific area? You know, Tony Robbins said this. He said, uh, space repetition. I've actually heard every successful person I get mentored by say this. They said space repetition of continuous of the same information is how you master something. So whatever you're trying to be great at, right? Just keep doing it over and over again in space repetition, right? So I guess the, that's what I would say. I know I went off a little bit on there, but uh, that's what I would say to answer your question, bro. No, I, I love that. And thank you for keeping it real. That's what we do here. And, you know, I, I relate with so much of that because it got to a point where 
I was actually sick and tired of being sick and tired physically. And it got to this like rock bottom moment where in 2018, in the span of one week, I was diagnosed with mono, E. coli, got an intestinal blockage. And then my girlfriend of three and a half years suddenly broke up with me without any explanation. And that was just like all coming down at once. I was literally in the ER room and, you know, I was upset about my girlfriend, but I lost again, 15 pounds of weight. And I got back to my surgery weight. And I was like, man, like that sucks that she lost. But like, I'm more upset about that. This, this illness is never going away. And I made that commitment to myself that day that I'm never going to go back to this place. I'm going to do everything that I can to keep moving forward. And you said that you have to make the change to see the change. And that's what I had to do to really transform my life. That's what you had to do. You had to start doing new things. And for me, what did that look like? I went to the gym. I started listening to podcasts. I got my nutrition right. I started, you know, setting boundaries from people. And those are all difficult things to do. But those are the things that you have to do if you want to get to that next level, if you want to, you know, see the success and get those results that you want in life. If you just keep doing the same things over and over, that's the definition of insanity if you're expecting to get a different result from that. So I love yeah. that you touched on all of that, man. And this is just a complete side question. Are you like big on alter egos at all? Because it kind of sounds like you reinvented your identity a little bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely big a little bit on alter egos. I mean, I have on. I mean, I'm a DJ on this side, right? So that's like, I, like that's. I guess that's my alter ego is is True. DJ. But I also have like a fun side where I'm like extremely funny and like I do like pranks with my brother and I like I love messing with people like almost like on YouTube and stuff. Like we literally created a channel called like Ooze Bros TV and then it's like it's us just doing like hilarious dumb shit. But it's like I'm in the space of like be you right? Like if I can mix entertainment and personal development, I will, right? If I can be Tommy's full authentic blowing self, then I will like, and people will love you for who you are or not at all. Like take me as I am or not at all, but obviously like, you know, be willing to adapt who you are in certain situations. But I mean, when it comes to alter egos, like don't hide your authentic self. If you're funny, be funny, right? If you're, if you're trying to be like, like for example, we're both in the personal development space, right? I do mindset coaching. I mentor lots of people, but I'm also me and I love making people laugh and I love, you know, being funny and being myself. I also love DJing. So I don't mind bringing in my love for music, my love for being hilarious and making people laugh and just being genuine, in my authentic self. And then, you know, bringing in like the coaching side of things. I don't mind mixing it all together. You got to obviously be careful, but you know, I think it's important to just be our, your authentic self. And if it's stepping into an alter ego, it's, it's stepping into that. Yeah. And that's what's going to make people gravitate towards you when you're authentic like that. And you bring something new to the table that other people aren't doing. And it's like, well, I can relate to Tommy because he's super funny and he likes music. And I like that. And that just strengthens the bond between you two. So I, I love that you mentioned that part. Exactly. No, 100%. It's like authenticity, Ed Milet said, is four times more powerful than love. And oh. in, the day, in the world we live in today, man, it's like everyone's just posting their highlight reels. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm guilty for it too, but on social media, you don't put like most people don't post themselves crying. You know what I mean? They don't post themselves being broke. <laughs> most people don't show that, right? They just show the highlights. So like, understand people are going through what you're going through. They just don't talk about it. Yeah, that's powerful. So I'm curious, man, like, where does your will to be great come from? Because you said that's kind of something that is always like, it's almost like in your DNA and 
like a, a tag along question to that is like, what drives you to push past that adversity when it comes and do those hard things, even if it's like a cold plunge or speaking on a stage in front of thousands of people? Like, how do you get past that? I think I know, actually, you know, when I was born and I, I figured it out, like I was always asking myself, like, what was I meant to do? But then I figured it out. Like I was meant to like leave a lasting legacy and impact on this world. Right. That's why I'm like even becoming an author and like and an author now and, and writing my book, you know, Mastering Your Mind, 21 Proven Strategies to Take Your Life from Zero to 100. The reason why I'm writing the book is I know I'll be six feet under 100 years from now. And I want to leave a lasting impact on this world with the information that I've learned where I can hand it to a younger me and say, hey, read this, apply this, go out there, change your life. You know, I'm really big on mentorship. You know, mentorship can help you compress timeframes. I've taken people and I've mentored them and I've seen them get similar results that I've gotten in three to six months that I've gotten in four years, right? And I've seen my mentors help me do similar things. So I think I'm big on just desire and big on helping people. I look around society, man, and I, I I read people. Like I can I can pick up on energy. Something I learned, um, and I just I feel like I was gifted with, and I've leaned into more when I learned from Bob Proctor. But when I see people, man, and I, I go about to the grocery store, I go to the gym, I go to Walmart, like I go wherever, right? And I see people, and I just look at them, and I look how they're just like going through life, like like NPCs, you know, non-playable characters. And um, they're just like, just, just going through life. Like life is happening to them, not for them. Like they have no control out of their situation. They have no control of their results. They don't even believe that they can be, do, have whatever they want. Like understand we, you are God's highest form of creation. Like we all are. We are God's highest form of creation. You listening to this, you're God's highest form of creation. And once I believed that, once I stepped into that, I said, like I said earlier, you Pretend you're in a video game and you're the main character and you can edit, upgrade, design, alter, whatever you want. And I think my desire and that that will that that you're talking about just comes from like leaving that lasting impact to help as many people as possible before I die. And obviously that starts with me first and then my family and then, you know, my kids, 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 and then, you know, the rest of the world. But I think I was put on this planet to, you know, leave a legacy in that regard and really help people. And that's what fills me. It fills up my soul. Uh, Even talking about it, it just, it hits, man. You know, and I think if you follow your intuition, I'm big on the spiritual side of success. As you know, you follow your intuition, law of attraction, you know, all that stuff. Um, It'll really, really just push you in the right direction of your life. And if you ignore it, it's probably why you're getting bad results. So that'd be the first one. You got to repeat the second one for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually curious. I got like a, a second, second one now. <laughs> um, so like imposter syndrome, because that's something that I felt for a long time. And I would have those like similar thoughts of like, I should be doing this. I should be speaking on stages. Like I should be great. I should be doing these things. But then it's like, well, who are you to do that? Like it, this other voice starts kicking in. It's like, well, you've never done that before. Why do you think you could go do that right now? Has that ever hit you? And if so, like, how did you overcome that? 100%, 100%. It's like, oh, you're not credible enough. You don't have the results. And it's like that bad wolf. Like you're always going to have that bad wolf in that, in that good wolf. I heard this analogy and I learned this in a course I took. The bad wolf is that negative devil on your shoulder. You're not good enough. What makes you think you could do that? You're not qualified. Absolutely not. Like that negative talk, that negative self-talk. And then 
the positive, you know, angel or bat good wolf is, yo, you can do this. You can be, do, have whatever you want. Right. And it's like leaning into that side rather than this side. Everyone's going to have opinions in life. And another person's opinion is the most expensive commodity. I've learned it time and time again. People are going to tell you who they want you to be, not who you want to be. And if you listen and buy into other people's results and, and their and their opinions, you buy into their lifestyle. Like you might as well trade life with them if you buy into their opinions, right? So I always say only take opinions from people that, you know, have what you want, seek mentorship, but ultimately it's your life. Like you get to choose everything you do or don't do. Like it's really up to you. And I think it's just re- realizing that you can be that person. Like, let's say you want to be a professional public speaker, right? And you want to speak on stages, like you were saying, it's just, it's just slowly working up to that. Like, um, you can't skip the line. You know, I, I mean, I remember when I tried to do that, like, I was like, yo, I want to be here, but I'm not there yet. You know, it's like, you wait your turn, but like build, like it's like a staircase, right? It's just a, a staircase one win after another stack wins and over and over again, the compound effects got to kick in eventually. Right. And you'll get to that point. You know, it's crazy. I remember when I did my first ever speaking gig, I was in my basement at my parents' house and I invited three friends over to show them like an opportunity. And I didn't even know how to speak. And then now next week I'm going to Zagreb, Croatia to speak in front of five to 10,000 people. So it just, it, it, you don't got to be great to start. You just got to start in order to be great in whatever you want to do. That's so good. And yeah, those results will get, or those reps will get you results. So it's just yeah. constantly putting yourself in those situations, no matter how scared they might be at the time, because getting out of your comfort zone like that and doing those things, that's what's going to push you to grow and become this version of yourself and grow into the person that's capable of doing those things. And just like Toronto Speaker School that I was just at, like, that was such a great stepping stone for me to get to be on those stages that I want to be. So if I were to just try to go on a stage before doing speaker school, like I'd probably bomb it like straight up. But now I put in those reps, I I feel more confident and I have a structure and, you know, I'm a lot more confident going into that now, not to say that I might mess up or something like that. That could definitely happen, but I'm definitely more experienced to go out there and, you just got to keep on having that courage and that confidence to put yourself out there and be able to learn from every opportunity because you know that's the whole theme here experiences plus mindset equals growth you have to go through those experiences that will sharpen your mindset you're going to learn some new lessons and then you carry that over and that's going to lead into new growth so love that you touched upon that because it's so true yeah and even like just to add on to that like i remember when i took my first public speaking course three years ago and I barely knew how to speak. And then now I'm teaching my own public speaking course three years <laughs> later and speaking on stages all over the world. And it's like, again, just start, just keep going, Mo- like move the needle forward every day, 1% a day, 365 a year. Even if you go backwards, 2%, all good, man. Keep freaking going. Like, Shit will hit you in the face. Life will happen. People will betray you. Things will go wrong that are out of your control. But if you focus on the controllables and if you just keep moving the needle forward and it's like that tunnel vision theory of go as far as you can see. And then once you get there, you'll be able to see a little bit further. And then just keep pushing every day, every day, every day. Just try to be a little bit better and work on yourself every day because those micro habits 
are going to become those monumental results in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And three years, like may seem like a long time, but it's, it's really not, you know, Tony Robbins will say like, we overestimate what we can do a year, but underestimate what we can do in a decade. And, you know, that three years kind of goes into that decade conversation of compounding that effects and those results over time. So it's so true. You guys just got to take that first step and then keep moving forward, put your head down. And then by the time you look up, you'll be in a much better place. Literally. Couldn't agree more. Awesome. So can you talk about why it's so important to win the war in your mind first? Because that's something that you said in speaker school and it really clicked for me. Yeah. So that's a great question. I actually love that one. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. So I, one of my famous quotes I like to say is, uh, if you can win the war in your mind, you can win the battle in the field. And the battle in the field is essentially put your day-to-day life, right? It's it's your work. It's your you know business meetings. It's whatever you need to do. It's your relationships. It's those tough conversations. It's, it's the day-to-day. And when I say win the war in your mind first, I mean, you need to beat you, right? Like when you wake up and you walk in that bathroom and you look at that mirror in the morning, it's you versus you. It's not you versus all the social media, all the negativity. It's you versus you. Can you beat you? Can you beat the negative self-talk that you're going to have? Like We have over 10,000 thoughts a day. And if you can't beat yourself, you're not going to do shit in your life. I'm just going to be honest. Like You need to transform yourself. You know, Jim Rohn said this. He said, work harder on yourself than you do your job or your business. Like You need to pour into you more than anyone else. I'm such an advocate on personal development because it's changed my life, man. And I say, win the war in your mind. I mean, every day, like here's some nuggets. I wake up, I take my first 30 minutes to an hour a day, depending on the day to Tommy. Like I'm working on me. I'm personally developing. I'm reading the books. I'm listening to the audios. I'm meditating. I'm, I'm, I'm saying my gratitude. I'm speaking my affirmations. And I do all this to, to, to work on me and get mine right for the day. Because if you think of all your bad days, right? It's all the days that you, you felt like shit, like pardon my French, but you know, it's always the, it's always the feeling, you know, feeling is the secret, right? It's the secret. It's like, do you feel good? Like always try to focus on feeling good. Now, what makes you feel good? You know, getting in the sun, like do things that feel good, not escape. Don't like, don't try to escape your reality. Go like, you know, escape with like drinking or smoking or whatever. Right. But focus on feeling good, focus on doing personal development, focus on beating yourself. And, and things, other things I do is like going to the gym, man. Like, dude, a lot of people, the gym is great. The gym is great. Every time I feel bad, Tony Robbins says this, how fast can you change your state? Just like that. Instant. Just like that. Instantly. Right. And if you can just shock yourself, man, like why do you, that's why I do cold plunges. I think you said, you said earlier, like, how do you do cold plunges all the time? Man, I did cold plunges every day, not because of what it did for my body, but it was actually a mix. I actually needed it a little bit for my body. But it was more I wanted to see if I could do it from a mind perspective as well. You know, convincing yourself to get in, you know, minus or not minus or like eight degrees Celsius water. And like, I think that's like 50 Fahrenheit. Like it's nuts. It's like, or, or less. Yeah, your it's body like, goes in shock. Yeah, it's, it's, it's messed up, man. And it's like, I did that for 27 days straight. And I was going to do 30, but I flew to Dallas for a conference. So I didn't get to 30. But it's like, even on those 20, the 25th, the 2019, dude, I did not want to do it on the 17th day. I woke up. I was like, I don't want to do this. 18th, I did not want to do it. But acting despite how you feel is one thing I've been working on embodying. And it's changed my whole life. Like 
no matter what I'm going through, I, I, I got to do this. I'm a man. You got to act. If you're a man listening to this, you have to act. You have to do what you don't feel like doing. If you want to get the results, if you want that future wife, if you want the kids, if you want that life, you need to act despite how you feel. You need to beat yourself. If you can win the war in your mind, you can win the battle on the field. You got to act despite how you feel every single day and act accordingly. It's it's so key, man. And I, And when I feel like shit, I'll go work out. When I feel like crap, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll go freaking get an energy drink. I'll go get in the sun. Like I'll go do something to get me in that peak state we're talking about. So I think it's just about working on you every day, harder than you work on anything else. And like in a couple of years from now, like, do you understand where you can be? It's, you're, you'll be a whole different person. Man, my guy is on fire today. Let's go. <laughs> this is so good. I want to keep this momentum going. And I know you're really big on that spiritual side. So I'm curious, like, how does faith and spirituality play a role in all of this? Yeah. So, I mean, I was raised like uh, Catholic slash Christian. Um, and, uh, you know, I believe in God and, and, the, and the universe and all that. And, you know, I've obviously studied Bob Proctor, Alex Bourne, Law of Attraction. You know, I do mindset coaching where I teach all that now. And I really teach the spiritual side of success, how to break your limiting beliefs, you know, et cetera. Um, and, you know, we have things called higher faculties. We have senses as well. You know, it's crazy is, you know, think about it like this. We have our five senses. What are our five senses? Okay. Hearing, touching, tasting, seeing, smelling. Okay. Guess what else is five senses? Dogs, pigs, cows, you know, bears, freaking cats, everything. Okay. You know, what separates humans from every other creature on the planet is our higher faculties. It's our, it's our will. It's our reason. It's our intuition. It's our perception. Okay. And it's our imagination. These five higher faculties on our memory as well. And um, these, these six higher faculties, it's, it's what separates you. Right. And I'm so in tune with the spiritual side of success because I understand there's a higher power. I understand that whether you believe in God, Allah, the universe, it, there's a higher power energy you put out comes back to you, whatever you want to call it, call it. I don't care. Okay. But when you put energy out, it's going to come back. You were talking about it, man. You're like, bro, I have everything in my life like this downward spiral. Why? Because you felt like shit. Another shitty thing happened. Another shitty thing happened. Another shitty thing happened. It's a, it's a, it's a domino effect. When good things happen, another good things happen. Another good things happen. Another good things happen. It's a, it's a domino effect both ways. It's a domino effect. So it's like, how do you focus on the spiritual side of success? How do you take advantage of the universe and energy? You take that energy and you focus on feeling good. And then you do things that make you feel good. You're grateful, right? When you're grateful, you you, you get more, you get more good things. You can't be angry and grateful at the same time. You can't be sad and grateful at the same time. You can't, it's impossible, right? And even try to smile, like literally listen to this podcast, smile as, as, as fast as you can, or as big as you can. And you can't be upset, right? So focus on feeling good, one, and then harness these higher faculties, okay? You know, when a bad things happen, use the use the perception, right? If you, I, I love this quote, something I live by. I don't even know where I got it. I'm just going to take it as my own. But if you change the way you look at things, what you look at changes. Mm. I'm going to say that one more time for the listeners. If you change the way you look at things, what you look at changes. So when something bad happens, if you look at it, how is this, you know, the best thing that's ever happened to me? You know, yeah. and if you change that mentality right? Then what you look at changes, like shift the, shift the paradigm, right? And it's going to take time, right? Your paradigm is really your multitude of habits that controls the way you think on a daily basis and everything in your entire life. And if you can change your habitual thinking, your patterns, because we're all, we're all patterns. Like all humans are just, we're based off patterns. We wake up, we shower, 
right? We brush our teeth, we eat food, we, we go to work. Everything is habitual. So if you can break those patterns, you know, it takes 21 days to build a habit, 90 days to create a lifestyle. And you lean into the spiritual side of success while you do it, feeling good now, putting the energy out that you want to bring it back to you. You know, karma is a real thing. There's no such thing as something for nothing, right? And, and, and if you focus on giving without the intent to receive, watch your life just get so much better. Man, this spiritual side of success, like the, the law of attraction, you know, feeling, the higher faculties I'm all mentioning, okay? Laws of cause and effect. Like there's laws of the universe and they are real things. If you think you can do something bad and karma is not going to get you, good luck, Chuck. Like you're done. Like, you're like it might not happen from somewhere else, but it'll, I mean, from me, like let's say you did me wrong, right? It's not going to happen. Like let, maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't happen like between you and I, but something else in your life could go bad because of what you did to me very senior uh, thing people don't understand, okay? Like, let's say you fuck somebody over, pardon my French, but let's say you you you, you do that, okay? And that, that might not, like, happen anything else there. You might have just screwed over somebody, okay? Now, in your other life, okay, your other friendship, your family life, you know, someone could get sick. You could get sick. Dude, somebody, you get in a fucking car accident, Imagine that happens, but it's like, why did this happen? It's because you did somebody else wrong. Like, karma is a real thing, man. Like the universe, the spiritual side of success, everything is a real thing. Like there's no such thing as something for nothing. So I think everyone needs to, you know, act accordingly. Like, like little, little nuggets don't litter. Like you, you're littering, you're doing something bad. Little things like that, man. I, I'm like so aware of people don't even, people don't even realize. So, you know, my bad for swearing, but you know, I, I get passionate and fired up on these things. So. Yeah, no, and I love these passionate conversations. So fire away, like, <laughs> it's all good here. But I really live by a quote, that's like, just do the right thing. And the rest doesn't matter. The rest will take care of itself. And that truly is what happens. And this, it's the same way with giving, like, if I gave to you, I gave you like five referrals, that would be wrong of me to expect five referrals back. But you know, five referrals could come to me in a different way from someone else. And it's always like, don't expect it to come from the person that you gave to, but just know that that karma, that good energy, it's going to come back to you in some other way and just have faith for that. Yeah. Just keep being the best person ever. Like be honest, be loyal, be a real authentic person. Even nowadays, there's not a lot of people that are that, you know, I bet I really value you, bro. Cause you're like that, you know, and that's why I wanted to get on here and be on this podcast with you. Um, Cause I am very selective, but you know, you got to, you got to get around those people and you got to change your environment. And one, one nugget I give to everybody is like, you really are the five people you hang out with. Like you've probably heard it before. If you hang out with five bums, you're going to be the six. If you hang out with five successful people, you're going to be the six, but you really are like the way you talk, your income is very similar. Your, your views on things are similar. Your attitude, your ego, your, your morals, your ethics are very similar to the people you spend the most amount of time with. You literally adapt to your environment like a freaking gecko, man. So um, be careful of who you hang out with and who you allow, who you listen to, because whoever has your ear, you know, has your life. So I'm very careful of who I allow in my proximity. I used to allow people like anyone just at my house. I do not do that anymore because I understand energy, man. You know, an empath environment, man. Like it's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. I just want to take a moment to appreciate you as well, because I'm also getting very selective with, 
you know, just who I surround myself with. And you are just an elite high level guy that, you know, I want to be more of like, I, I see those traits that you have. And, you know, I really admire that. So thank you for taking the time to come on the show today and just inspire all of us today. Anytime, man, that dude, 100% anytime. Grateful to be here. Yeah, and it's so true what you said about the environment, too, because I spent three days in Toronto with you guys, and I'm saying buddy A and, and just picking up all these links. Yeah, literally, like literally, like you introed me as your buddy as a, yeah, it's so funny. Like I started that as a trend. My whole like, my whole organization says buddy, right? And it's like, I had everyone doing it at speaker school, but it's like, like you really adapt. Like, like people don't even realize it. They're just like saying things, but it's like, oh shoot, I'm saying it because of this person. I'm around all the time. And then now I'm acting like them. Da, 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 da. And then boom, that's why you say certain things. That's why you talk the way you talk. That's why you think about it like this. If we're programmed, right? Like think about it. You're very similar to your parents. Like you listen to your, your parents. You probably have similar morals or views or values as your parents. Why? Because they, they brought you up. You probably like similar foods as your parents. You probably right? Talk like your parents, probably like similar coffee, like your parents, probably like similar sports teams, your parents. Why? It's all programming. Like people don't realize you're programmed. Like you're in the freaking matrix, man. You can reprogram yourself. Like the parent stuff isn't bad, but the other stuff, like I'm really big on that. I'm really big on reprogramming and just like creating that character of who you want to be. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I know the power of visualization is something that's really important. And we talk about those higher facilities that's something that I've actually always done, like, and something that like, I didn't try to do, but I've always loved basketball. And I think like, being inspired really comes from a place of loving what you do. And like, you clearly are passionate about what you do, you love it. And that's where all this like, inspired action comes from. And for me, like, in middle school, even like, I would go to bed the night before a basketball game, visualizing like all these moves and hitting the game winning shot even dunking on people as like a five five like you know middle schooler like I just like had all this going on in my brain but then I would execute the next day and I'd actually do some of those I wasn't dunking on people but like I'm doing things that I visualized the night before in that game and so that's where it became really real for me because you know I'm using all five of my senses I'm I'm smelling the air, like I'm I'm touching the ball, like I'm bumping off of people, like all of this is in my mind. And it became so real at that point. And that's just kind of like how I really like, okay, this is a real thing. Like this is there's power in visualization and your mind, because the truth is, is like the mind doesn't know the difference between thought and reality. So if you think that you're healthy, you can actually rewire your chemistry in your body to be healthier. So it's just a fascinating thing that I'm continuing to learn about. And I'd love to hear your perspective on it. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, I study that stuff. Like it's what I specialize in. If you look at my photo on Zoom, it says, whatever your mind can conceive and believe you can achieve. You know, there I first heard that quote in the, the book, Thinking Grow Rich. And yeah, man, it, it's it's very important to do those things. Like your imagination is one of those higher faculties. And you're talking about visualization that, that goes into the imagination. Like when you close your eyes and you see yourself living a dream life, you see yourself, like for me, visualizing, speaking on stage and in, in, in front of XYZ amount of people, right? I visualize my goals and then they happen. And, and, and they don't just happen. Like you can't have wishful thinking. Like you can't just visualize like, Oh, I, I'm a multimillionaire. 
you need the to money comes raining down. <laughs> yeah. like you need to take action. Like people don't understand that. Like people are like, well, I did the manifestation. It doesn't work. Well, did you take massive action backed with effective execution? Tony Robbins taught me that at 16 years old. You need to have massive action with effective execution behind the spiritual side. See, the spiritual side of success is actually about 95 to 99% all spiritual. I'd say five to one percent physical is the action, is the is the picking up the phone and calling, right? But you being in tune, imagining what you want, visualizing, feeling good now goes back to that, seeing it like what it like actually seeing it, right? Like I visualized myself speaking right in Croatia before it already happened. Before I even got the confirmation that I was speaking there, I've already seen it in my mind. Like it's I it's already done, right? I've been there. And spiritually, and now physically, I'm going to be there. And it's like, I visualize that over and over and over again. And then I feel it. And then I take action to get that goal done, to get to, to, get to that result. So um, that's the key, man, is just like doing that over and over and over again is like tapping into those higher faculties, man. Like people don't realize like how powerful you are as a human. Like we literally use less than, you know, 20% of our brain. You know, I think it's less than like 10. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and you mentioned something, it's already done. And that's yeah. like coming up from a place like, yeah, I've, I've already done this. I'm grateful that it's already happened. Talk about that because like it really comes down to the feeling. Like we can think all day that something's going to happen, but if we don't feel it like in our body, then it's more than likely not going to happen. Like the results and the manifestation comes when we really feel it. And that's something that earlier on, like I struggled to get into that feeling state. So I'm curious, like, how do you like trigger that feeling state? Yeah. So just, just find things that make you feel good. I guess like lean into that, whatever makes you feel good, lean into that. For me, it's like working out. Um, for me, it's like getting around good people, whatever makes me feel good. Maybe it's getting in a freaking sauna or a hot tub. Like, I don't know whatever you're into. I'm really into like the, the self-care vibe. That's like my vibe. Um, I wouldn't say alcohol makes you feel good. I would say that's more of an escape. So if you're listening to this, don't go out and be like, yeah, I feel good drinking and you'll get messed up after that. Not what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, to, to go to the first point is it's already done. You know, yeah. Bob taught me this. He said, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. Mm, and you, you need to think and act like the person you want to become before you can become that person. Those two quotes I learned by him, I live by, man. Like I carry myself as if I make billion, like billions of dollars. I mean, maybe millions and get into the billionaire mark in like my mind. Yeah. But like, that's how I carry myself. And it actually rubs some people the wrong way. And it's not even an egotistical standpoint. It's, it's me acting as if, acting as if, not faking it till you make it, but faithing it until you make it and acting as if, you know, I, I always say this to my mentees, how would you walk if you're making 10 grand a month? How would you carry yourself? If you're making a hundred grand a month. Start carrying yourself that like that now. Otherwise those opportunities of you getting there is not going to come. Yeah. And some people don't like that, but dude, the more successful you become, Grant Cardone says it, says it the more haters you're going to have, dude, it's crazy. The more successful I become, the more haters I get. Like, and, and you know what a hater is for the people that have haters, dude, it's having anger towards everyone reaching success. And most people, here's, here's the punchline. 
Most people want to see you do good, especially the ones closest to you, but just not better than them. So be careful of the people that don't clap when you level up. Be careful of the people that are silent in those group chats when when shit happens, man. You know, it's crazy. I, I just got featured in my first article, right? I noticed who who gave me love and who didn't. And it's just crazy. The the things like the, the certain people you're like, yeah, this person's definitely going to do it. Not that it matters, right? It's just freaking social media. But you can tell who wants you to see good, but just not better than them based upon you getting better results than them in their life. So food for thought, be careful of who you surround yourself with, but just keep working on you, man. And um, I, I, I'm the type of friend and, and business partner where like, bro, when, I, when people make more money than me, when people like get more successful than me, I clap for them. I'm happy for them. I, I, I celebrate it as myself. You know, one of my mentors, Alex Morton, he taught me this. He said, what you celebrate, you accelerate in your own life. Mm-hmm. You celebrate, you accelerate. So when someone's getting recognized or something, you go crazy for that, man. Like it was you. And then guess what? You're telling the universe, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. I'm Dan So I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that accomplishment too. You know, and it's like that, that, that celebration, that's the feeling, man. That's the feeling, right? That's the feeling, not the envy, not the animosity that most people have. You know, they'll never say it, but they feel it. You can, I, I, I pick up on it, right? So yeah, I would say, I would say that, man. I would definitely say that. I don't even remember the question, but we're flowing. No, that, yeah, that flowed right into it, man. And it's, it's really about like celebrating those successes, like you said, and those people are just like paving the way and proving what's possible for you. Like, it's just all perception and how you look at that. And, you know, there, there's no difference between them and us. Like they just, they work hard. They, they put themselves out in those situations, but those are all things that we can also do if we raise our standards and just raise ourselves to that type of level. So again, it comes down to modeling the right people, like seeing that success and not getting envious of it, but like, okay, how can I reverse engineer that and do that in my life? Not exact copy and paste. You don't want to be the number two of someone else. You want to be the number one of who you are. And you were talking about that earlier, like you're carving out the Tommy that you want to be and all these unique characteristics of yourself. And you highlight that. Yeah. And like, just to like add on to that, man, like, Take the best, leave the rest. Yes. Take the best, leave the rest. I mean, I think we've all went through that imposter syndrome, you know, but it's like, just be you and take the best from everybody, leave the rest. So good. So good, man. I I love how this conversation's turning out. And you mentioned Bob Proctor a couple of times, and that's something that I asked you in person, but we were just at that comedy show and we couldn't get to it in time. So I'm curious, like, what's the story behind you meeting Bob and becoming a mentee under him as well? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I think I might have shared it at the actual event, but I got you for the podcast. Yeah. So I went to uh, a conference in Dallas, Texas for my uh, my business that I'm a part of. And I went to this conference when I was 20 years old. And this was kind of a big shifting point as well. And I walked in and I saw, you know, my mentors today speak, you know, Bob Proctor didn't know who he was, some old dude on stage at the time. And then a couple other of my mentors. And, uh, you know, I saw Bob speak and I just heard him talking about, you know, making a committed decision. He's like, you don't have to know where you want to go or know where you like, sorry, you don't have to know where you're like, how you're going to get there. You just have to know where you want to go. Right. So it's like just the knowingness of it's already done. 
like making that committed decision. Like I'm going here, no idea how, but I'm going to get there. Right. Making that committed decision of doing it. You know, that was one of my biggest takeaways ever from him. And I live by that as like just committing, figuring out the rest later. But that was my mentality. I was like, yo, I'm going to commit to meeting Bob and being mentored by him. Cause I went to an arena in Dallas and I watched him speak in front of 10,000 people. And that, that shift sh- shifted the paradigm. It shifted the trajectory of my life, man. And uh, I was like, yo, I got to study this old dude, man. This guy named Bob Proctor, he's a beast. And I, I happened to find out he's from Toronto. He's an hour away from my house. I was like, what? So he's in a conference a week later at another conference. I go see him. Still haven't met him yet. Watch him speak again and get fired up. He ends up selling a course with this other gentleman named Raymond Aaron. And I was like, man, dude, I was like, should I invest every dollar I have as a broke 20-year-old into this course? And I was like, fuck it. And I, and I, just my intuition, I was scared and I did it. And like, I went to these courses and I went to this one course that wasn't with Bob, actually. It was with the other guy that was speaking there, Raymond. It was a spiritual course called um, the Mulberry Hill Gang. And uh, it was the spiritual universe versus the physical universe. I'm going to be training on it at my, uh, my first ever like actual Tommy Ooze event. Um, when I do that, probably in 2024, 2025, whenever I get to that, um, got a lot of things in the road to, to get there first, but essentially put, you know, I was learning the physical versus the spiritual, essentially why I'm so big on that. And guess what? So I'm walking in the hotel, right? This is like in and out. It's where we were in Mississauga. Okay. I walk in the hotel and I was like, oh man, I was like thinking about Bob Proctor. I was just thinking about him. I was like, I'm going to, I was, I'm writing my book at the time. Right. So mastering your mind, I'm still writing it. Right. And I was like, put on pause for a couple of years and essentially put, I'm like, I'm going to get Bob to forward my book. I was like, I've never met this guy. No idea how, but it's all about mindset. I need to just somehow meet him. I was like, how am I going to meet this guy? man? And, and like, and I was like manifesting and just postulating meeting him. And I walked into, uh, I walked into uh, this hotel, opened up like the, the sliding doors. I walk in and I'm walking down this long hallway and I just see this guy with white hair walking towards me. I'm like, he's got glasses on. I'm like, who is that? And, uh, and it's Bob Proctor. He's just walking towards me. It's not even his course. He, he ends up doing a course in the room beside my course. Like what are the odds? Law of attraction. Okay. No such thing as a coincidence. And I just stop him and I just introduce myself. I'm like, Hey, Bob, Tommy Hughes. Yeah, I love you, man. I think I told him I love him. It was great. And, uh, I was like 20 years old at the time. And uh, I was just like so caught off guard. He's like, he's like, he's like, Tommy, young man, you're gonna do good things. He's like, you, you gotta, he's like, you, you look like a, a good guy. Like, it's just whatever he said, something super nice. And I didn't ask him to write my book. Uh, I mean, forward my book. And but I met him. That's how I met him. And then uh, it's funny, he came into my and I was like beating myself up for at the time because I was like so nervous and young, right? I was 20 years old. And then he came into uh, the course I was in, like it was in the room over. He just came to visit the guy, Raymond, because they were friends. And he puts his hands on the chair directly beside me. I'll never forget it. I'm just like looking up at him like this. And I was like, man, I need to talk to this guy. Didn't talk to him again. And I was like shooting myself in the foot again. So I walked outside uh, at lunch break and, you know, we're on lunch. The other Bob's team's on lunch. Bob's like uh, courses on lunch, just networking, meeting people. And I was like, hey, do you guys know where Bob is by any chance? And like, yeah, he's in there, but he's in a meeting with all his like, he's a high exec. So I was like, oh, okay. And uh, the, the doors were locked. And then I see this bellhop just ripping down the hallway. He's like big cart. And he's like, he, some, he like opens up the door, puts the key in, whatever, opens up the locked door, goes in with the cart. My intuition just clicked. I went in behind him. I just went in with him and I went in and Bob's there. Okay. But Bob's surrounded by like 12, like guys in suits, like successful guys. 
I'm wearing like a cardigan and ripped jeans, man. And I walked in, I walked in and I like, uh, I just went through the whole group. Like just the confidence was like unwavering. And I went in and I was like, yo, Bob, I was like, we met earlier today. I want you to forward my book. Showed him the cover. And then I was like, I'm coming to your house. I bought that like package deal course. I was like, I'm excited to work with you. He's like, wow. He's like, this is impressive. You know? And uh, he's like, show me that. Cause I only had the cover at the time. I had nothing else. And I just knew it was about mindset. He's like, show me the table of contents when you come to my house. And I was like, perfect. So then about four or five, six months later, I walked out of that room feeling good. Everyone in the execs were like, who's this young like stud? And I was like feeling really good. And then I walked out of that uh, conference and that, you know, I just kept, you know, manifesting more things. And then I got, I got connected with him again. And I was like the first one in his house, got to spend more time with him in his studio where he does all the sessions. Like I have pictures and I have a video with him. I'm going to post the video when I drop my book on that Instagram post I've been waiting for years. And uh, yeah, man, you know, obviously he passed away. So rest in peace to the goat. So I wasn't able to get his forward in time, mainly because I didn't finish the book in the time frame that, you know, he was alive. So with that being said, that's how I met him, man. And then from there, I, I started studying him and, and he put me through some of his uh, mentorship and his courses. And I had you know that proximity that a lot of people don't get. And I, I was just extremely grateful. And then that's kind of how it led to you know, Alex Morton, who is his like protege and really carrying the torch now, who's my man mentor. He's number one in the world in direct sales and uh, affiliate marketing. And, um, you know, that's kind of why I'm, I'm so in tune with that stuff, man, is everything Bob Proctor teaches and Alex Morton teaches is what I teach now. And it's it's changed my whole life. It's changed my entire life and it continues to change my life. And, and when it goes back to the feeling, you know, every time I feel good and I'm studying that information, my life gets better. Every time I'm not, other way around. So that's kind of how I met Bob, man. And that's kind of how it all came together. And uh, just been studying him for years and years and years and years since then. And um, I still study him to this day, still a mentor from online. And I have his courses and stuff like that. So I study what I can. And yeah, that's that's the story of uh, meeting Bob Proctor. I love it, man. It's it's such a good story. And for the listeners right now, like definitely run that back because there's so many gems in there that you can, you know, take in your life and situations and apply that, like leaning into your intuition when everything else is telling you no, but you know, you feel that it's the right thing to do. So you got to step into that. And that's what you did. And just capture those opportunities as they come. Like, like those moments right there, those like small, like quick decision moments, those can change the entire trajectory of your life. So really stepping into that, man, like, I love that you shared that. I love the courage that you have and the balls to do that. Like a lot of people would power of one more, like power of one more. I learned my life. I've been doing it my whole life without even realizing power of one more phone call, one more action, one more meeting, like one more interaction, like, you know, if I just, the power of one more, if I didn't go talk to Bob about my book, he wouldn't have said yes to forwarding it, right? If I didn't go introduce myself to Bob, he wouldn't have mentored me. If I didn't go introduce myself to Alex Morton, he wouldn't have mentored me. If I didn't do X, Y, Z, it wouldn't be where I'm today. Everything in your life is based on the power of one more. And it's also the opposite too. So like, yo, when you're tired, when you feel like shit, when you're afraid, when you're fearful, go do the damn thing. If you're listening to this, go do the damn thing. Bro, imagine you're like in real estate. You're like, oh, I want to meet Grant Cardone. He's like right there, but you're afraid to go talk to him. He's a freaking human being. Go talk to him. Oh, well, I have to make sales. I have to hit this quota, but I'm afraid people are going to tell me no. Okay, well, it promise you you're not going to hit the quota if you don't freaking call them. Like do the damn thing. You don't send out that message. Oh, I want to date this girl, but I'm afraid to ask her out. Okay, 
cool. Well, then you're never going to date that freaking girl, man. Like, it's like people need to get up off their ass and stop. Like, who cares, man? Like, it, you just need to take action. That Be courageous. Power one more. And, and fall, fail freaking forward. Even if you get told no, at least you did it. Yeah, so that's my opinion. Closed mouth does not get fed, guys. Like, absolutely keep pushing. Not. Absolutely. Yeah. Power persistence, too. Like, that's what you did. You were persistent. You kept doing one more. You shot yourself in the foot, and you're like, no, I, I got to go do that. Like, this is something, an opportunity that cannot go by without me at least taking a shot because you miss every single shot that you don't take. Shout out Wayne Gretzky, speaker school. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Hundo P, man. Hundo P. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Awesome, man. So, we're going to start wrapping things up here. I got two more questions and then, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. So, continuing on with the book, tell us a little bit about your new book, Mastering Your Mind, and what you really want the readers to take away from it. Yeah. So, essentially, I'm going to be instilling all the things I've learned over my personal development journey and entrepreneurship life and all the things that have helped me, you know, um, get to where I am and just have the mentality and mindset that I do. And it's like understanding basic things. So, it'll be basic things when it comes down to like understanding your paradigm, understanding why the way you are, and then how to change it, understanding, you know, your higher faculties. I'll dive super in depth into those and, you know, understanding that you can be, do have whatever you want. I want people to really realize how powerful they are. And I want to give them actionable steps to help them go out there and get the life they desire, right? By teaching them about the universe, by teaching them about the law of attraction, by teaching them how to harness energy and certain things like that. And then, you know, also things like taking massive action, you know, persistence, right? All the above and focusing on the feeling, everything we're talking about, I basically put into a book, a book and I give 21 proven strategies um, on how to take their life from zero to 100. So really, if everything is going left, how to go right and 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 just make your life better. And that's really the whole mantra and motto behind the book. It's not done yet, but we're working on it. It's a work in progress. And I'm just one day, man, like my my goal is just to to leave that lasting impact, you know, have that New York Times bestselling author, you know, title. And and just because I, I help so many people, that's what it's about for me. So and obviously, just just passing on experience, like, I really like to think and sit back and just ponder. And I think about the person that works at the, you know, at McDonald's or at the grocery store, or at the shawarma shop or at the burger joint, or, you know, even at the nine to five that doesn't want to be there, that doesn't understand this stuff. And if they just picked up my book and read it, they could change their life. It's like, it's like, it's like the movie, the secret people watch the movie. There's millions of people that watch the movie, the secret. I'm sure you've, you know, yeah. you've seen it or read the book and it's like, that book changed more people's lives than, than any other, that movie changed more people's lives than any other movie. Right. So it's like understanding that I just want to leave a lasting legacy on this earth. That's the whole mission behind my book is just to put information in that book. That's helped me that I believe can help other people that pick it up. You know, my goal is just for people to pick that book up and make their life better. Yeah. And I have no doubt that that's what's going to happen. New York Times bestseller and millions of lives impacted, man, because you're speaking on stages already. You got the knowledge, you got the experience and it's just all about packaging it together right now. So you're going to yeah. do it, man. And I you know I'm supporting, I'm rooting you and definitely going to promote that on here as well once uh, we get that out. So super stoked for you, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Coming soon. So stay tuned. Let's go. 
All right, man. Final question here before we wrap things up. What's been the greatest lesson or advice received that has made the biggest impact on you? Dang, that's a good question. <laughs> you know what? I looked up to think, but there's a quote in front of me, and I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna just go with this because this is yeah. fire. The only thing standing between you and your goal is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself as to why you can't achieve it. And I think it ties in with this one, you know, by Henry Ford. He said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And I think me really sitting back and analyzing that and understanding that if I truly believe I can do something, I can do it. If you look at successful people who don't even understand all the things we've talked about on this podcast, they just believed, they just believed in themselves. Right. So if there's one thing you take away is just believe in yourself. And if you believe you can do something, you'll do it. And if you believe you can't, you can't. It all comes down to mindset. It all comes down to winning that war in your mind. So I would just say is like, stop telling yourself a bullshit sob story of why you are where you are and go put your head down, take massive action, get to work, focus on feeling good now, surrounding yourself with the right people and get in the right vehicle. When it comes to becoming successful, make sure you're in like a, you know, profitable business or whatever it is where you can go out there and win big, 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 like really, really big. So I would just say, don't, don't let your limiting beliefs stop you from being the person you want to be. So good, man. Definitely be a fucking lion guys. Like just get out there, create opportunities, make it happen. And don't let that bullshit story hold you back because we all have a story that we're trying to tell ourselves, but is that actually true? Or is that story from you know, the past? Or is it a story that someone else projected onto you that's not even true? Is it this label that turned into a limitation? Most of the time, it's like 99% of the stories that we tell ourselves are not true. So once we get that awareness to overcome that, that's when we can create a new story of who we want to become and step into that and do those following actions that are going to get you to that place. So that is an absolute bar. Love that you said that. And I like that you have it up on your ceiling. So whenever something's hard, you just like, oh man, like what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I also have it's funny that you said the lion. I have one to the right right here. You can't see it obviously, but it's the cat looking at the water and the reflections of lion. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I love that, man. That's you're priming yourself in the, your office, like to always get ahead. That's his mindset in the middle of it. Yeah, I got you. Got it, man. You, you got to create the environment. You know, one of my mentors said this, and I'll leave this uh, to end it off. Is um, you know, if I go to your house, if I go to your office, if I go where you live, am I going to see where you are or where you're going? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love that, man. So many gems on here. I'm definitely going to apply that and get this decked out now <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta you gotta see your goals man you gotta you gotta get some positive quotes you gotta get some good energy flowing you gotta create that environment you want bro so i appreciate you having me on man yeah yeah appreciate you man and before you hop off like let us know how we can support you you got your book on the way i know you're open to speaking opportunities and your company rfg is growing rapidly so Quick question, like, which are you most excited about and why? And then we'll uh, just wrap it up with how we can get in touch with you. So if anyone wants to connect or learn about more what you got going on. Yeah, I think uh, Instagram will be the best place to connect with me at Tommy underscore ooze. Um, 
So feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Tommy underscore ooze. Ooze is just two letters, U Z. And um, yeah, I would say, man, how you can support me. I mean, dude, buy the book for yourself. You know, when it comes out, I would say get the book and then make sure you buy five and give it to give it to your friends and, and your mom and dad and, and and your family and your kids' kids. So I would say do that for yourself. Um, and then, yeah, if I, I'm, you know, man, inspiring people. You know, public speaking is one of my most passionate things in the entire world. So if you run events and you're listening to this or you have people that you know, man, I would love to come speak and inspire and, and do that. So that'd be a, another thing. And then obviously RFG, man, I'm just excited because they all tie together. Like you're like, what one are you most excited for? I'm excited because they all tie together. Like RFG, we're helping so many people like make money online, you know, escape the rat race, escape the matrix. So essentially put, man, just make more money. And, you know, I get to speak about that all the time. And as well as my book is just going to, you know, tie in with, you know, getting that mind right to get everything else right. So I'm just excited for the future. I'm excited to just keep scaling. Uh, I'm opening up one-on-one mindset coaching in the future as well. So that'll be pretty high level. Um, so man, I just, you know, follow the journey, hit me up on Instagram, Tommy underscore news. And definitely if you got value from this, I would love for you to, you know, repost the podcast and tag, tag Dan and I, and I'll definitely restore it. So yeah, man, that's it. Appreciate you once again. Yeah. Love it, man. Tommy, thank you so much for stopping by and keeping it real with us today. Your charisma, courage, and confidence lights up rooms and your energy is electrifying. Your shining light making a massive impact and the world is a brighter and better place because of you. I'm grateful that we crossed paths on this journey, which was not a coincidence, but a divine incident. And I'm excited to change the world with you, brother. Thank you so much for being you and joining us today. Thank you so much, bro, for the kind words right back at you. And uh, thanks for being you and having me on. So appreciate you. Love you, bro. We'll see you all at the top from the top because the bottom is way too crowded. I love that. I loved everybody. That was fire. That was actually a fire fucking podcast. 100%. Are you ready to take charge of your health and transform your life? Well, get ready because we have the solution for you. Introducing the Nova Fusion 21-Day Wellness and Resilience Challenge, the ultimate program designed to stack massive momentum, achieve peak performance, and spark your transformation. In just 21 days, you can experience a total wellness revolution. Our challenge is jam-packed with daily inspiration, education, downloadable resources, and exciting challenges to keep you fired up and on track. But that's not all. When you join the challenge, you'll also become a member of our exclusive Nova Fusion family. Together we'll support and uplift one another as we continue to grow and thrive. Unlock the secrets of the world's best wellness and resilience practices to stay mentally and physically fit for a lifetime. From renewing healing practices to transformative high-performance techniques, we've got you covered. And here's something that sets us apart. I believe in these practices so much that I'm offering a money-back guarantee. That's right, if you don't see results, you can get your money back so you have absolutely nothing to lose, but everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? 
Take advantage of this limited time opportunity right now. Go to novafusion.co slash challenge to sign up and embark on the journey of a lifetime. Let's spark your transformation together. I can't wait to see you on the other side.